This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode 285. This is Jeff. I'm Blake. This is Jim. Uh, we are without Jason this week. Anarchy! Thank goodness. So anarchy! Re- it's so relaxing without Jason here. Oh, sorry, I meant anarchy. <laughs> it was relaxing until Blake started screaming. Oh. And, and where is here? We are on location. We are on location. We are no longer in the Bob studio this week because apparently when Jason went out of town, he didn't leave orders at the guardhouse at the front to let us in. So uh, we were left out. We're like, dude, we're here every week. You think Hank would know us? <clears throat> yeah, except the fact that we called him Hank and he said, my name's not Hank. Ooh. <laughs> you know, one of the few times like where we're... Carl? <laughs> One of the few times where we actually need Doctor Number One is we know he sneaks in every every week. But instead, we are on location here at uh, second floor uh, of beautiful Dana Gardens. The luxurious Dana Gardens. It's just it's just a be- fantastic watering hole if you like a hole in the wall and like shitty service. I hear the service is shitty. Yes. Yes, but it has gardens in its name, so it has to be, you know, somewhat respectable. This, this was the eighth straight year that Dana Gardens was voted tops in smallest bouncers and worst bartenders. That's something to really try <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, but you were number one in biggest tits. Yeah, but they're all guys working, so yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on it though. These are getting quite. <laughs> these are getting bigger. There you go. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah. So no Jason, and I do have to admit, for some reason, we have the best outline this week. It's fantastic. I mean, apparently, uh, 
intern Hackney was able to put together a good outline without all of Jason's interference. No typos? Nothing. I mean, clean, crisp, and to the point. Yeah. So how was everyone's week? My week was fine and dandy. It was pretty pretty low-key. Not a whole lot going on. Work. A good softball game without Brigger, which we, of course, won. Um, But... And a little Father's Day dinner, so other than that, nothing big going on. How about you, Blake? Uh, I can't tell you guys what I did last week Top secret. in Washington, D.C., so if I did, then I'd have to kill you. We'd rather not die. Yeah, and then I would have to, like, find out everybody who downloaded the podcast, and i have to go kill them, too. Both of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stork. (laughs) There is one in Montgomery, Alabama. (laughs) That one guy who keeps hate listening to us in Alabama. These assholes badmouth Alabama again. (laughs) (laughs) Place sucks. (laughs) There's no point going to Pittsburgh because that city's going to kill those guys there, anyways. They keep eating fries on their sandwiches. They're going to die. So. I have a question. Which city would you describe as America's toilet? Would that be Pittsburgh or Cleveland? Uh, Pittsburgh with Iron City beer. <laughs> you, you said that to a guy who's from the Cleveland area. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> now, this weekend I was with some people from the Cleveland area, and they pretty much agreed that Cleveland is the armpit of America. Okay. Armpit. Cleveland's the armpit. So, so, so the asshole is going to be Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, the way I look at it, you, get, you, an asshole that close? <laughs> you got some Great Lakes Brewery up there. You got Fatheads. You got all kinds of good beer <clears throat> that comes out of Northeast Ohio. What comes out of Pittsburgh? The only thing people know that comes out of Pittsburgh is Iron City beer. And everybody knows that's worse than Natty Light. It, for some reason, I saw two cases of it downstairs. We don't care. From what beer. year? I don't know. We don't carry it. It was just down there. <laughs> people are trying to. Drop it off and get rid of it? I, it must have been. I mean, somebody just dropped off like, can you use this? Can you use this? <laughs> we can't. Uh, but, yeah, I, honestly, the food scene in Cleveland is actually pretty good, too. A lot of good restaurants, and especially if you go to the Michael Simon ones. And Oh, yeah, Michael Simon. He's on, like, he's the, the poster child for uh, Food Network now, isn't he? That's still Bobby Flay. Oh, Michael Simon's better than Bobby Flay. <laughs> but Michael Simon, is a, he's the poster boy for Cleveland, for Cleveland cuisine. I think That's I saw uh, somebody challenged, somebody from Chicago challenged Michael Simon because he wanted to show who was the best at the Great Lakes cuisine. Michael Simon won. Did they make pierogies? I don't think they made pierogies. I think those challenges are fake. Just like all of reality TV. <laughs> Big. Big. Who's going to win beforehand? Exactly. I mean, the guy, the show's got his name on it, doesn't it? How's well, he going to lose? Well, they, they, they beat Bobby Flay, that one? They yeah. They try to beat, they want Bobby to lose. Exactly. I mean, how are you going to beat Bobby Flay if his name's in the TV show? Beat Bobby Flay. Never. I've seen it happen. Like it's it's done by blind taste tests. They don't know which one Bobby <laughs> made. The one that has uh, the Calabria peppers in it was Bobby's dish. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He wears those peppers in every dish. I mean, I would put them in just, I don't care if they mattered or not. <laughs> just, just to confuse the judges. Isn't, isn't it, uh, isn't it, wasn't there the big controversy where they were serving his food on microwave plates? So when you, you know, got close to the plate, it was super hot. So you knew it was Bobby Flay. So they knew to pick, oh yeah, this one. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that was on Throwdown. Oh, no. Well, it was Throwdown. That's still another Bobby Flay show? That was when Bobby Flay would show up at people's, like, uh, in other people's cities, and he would challenge them. Oh, instead of challenging Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay was challenging them. Yes, that was out before Beat Bobby Flay. Ew. Okay. So still, Bobby Flay was cheating, is what? (laughs) Uh, Most likely. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. We do have a Bobby Flay restaurant in town. Bob's, uh, uh... Bob's Burgers? No, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's his uh, Burger Palace. That's at the uh, casino, isn't it? I've never eaten there. <laughs> I've never been to the casino because of my love of gambling or lack of love of gambling. That your high moral character would not allow you to go into a place like that. I'm not against gambling as a practice i'm just against me putting up money that i'm going, that i can't afford to put up you ready to put a dollar down on that nope <laughs> i'd rather have a dollar <laughs> with gambling i will be more angry at the money i lost than the thrill of the potential money <clears throat> i'd win mm-hmm. like ooh, i can win 20 bucks but i have to put five dollars down I know, that's like a... Uh, I'm going to lose... I win like, 20 like bucks, a, it's like, great, I lose $5. I mean, that's $5 I could have had. Fuck, that's $5 is like a lunch? Yeah, that's, that's a good sandwich at it's some like a, cheap places. Exactly. But I, I do I do go to casinos and I do some craps, you know, gambling every once in a while. But I usually try and do it when I'm with, like, the old retired people at the, you know, $5 tables. Yeah. Because I don't like... I'm like you. I, I put those $5 chips down and I'm like, man, that's... You know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's uh, one victory beer after softball. Yeah. Uh, this is this is you know you know five ten dollars. But the way I play, I can have upwards to a lot of money on the table for craps. You know, but I do enjoy playing it, and I do usually I break even or a little bit better. But you know, I, I gave up playing uh, blackjack a long time ago because I, I got tired of listening to. Them. Fucking assholes behind you on the table. Oh, everybody else fucking on the table. Like, Who oh, if you didn't take a hit card on that? I would have had the three, and then would have had that, and then would have beat the dealer. It's like, dude, I'm at two dollar table. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude, what do you think about the two dollar blackjack table? Dude, fuck you. We're not on the team. Exactly. I'm it's me against the dealer. I don't give a shit about you. You're just sitting next to me. Whatever happens to you has no bearing on what happens to me. Exactly. And then then when I got my one buddy, he was like, oh, just give me a hit. I feel lucky. And he's like, everybody's, you know, temples are bursting out behind him. You know, You're not following the brains. Yeah. And like, and like, I said, all right, fuck it. I'll learn how to play craps. Because every time I look at the craps table, they're all celebrating. <laughs> or they're all misery together, you know. So well, that's what I like about craps. If you're betting it right and everybody's together, everybody wins, everybody's happy, everybody jumps up and down, you know, you know, there's hugging and you know, everybody's slapping each other on the back and blah 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 blah. I like craps. Okay, when I play blackjack, I understand when people get upset for uh <laughs> ruining the shoe. So if it's late in the shoe, I will ask, hey. There's only a few hands left. Do you mind if I take one here? And if they say yes, I still hit. 
<laughs> what I'm asking at least. Uh, but what really I know with a couple of friends of mine who play, what really bothers them is when you're at the table and the guy has like Jack Queen, and they split it. Oh no, no! They're splitting no. a winning hand. Yeah, and it's like I don't care if he has a five up. <laughs> Take yeah. your win. Oh, now I hope you chips, man. Yeah, now you're really screwed. You'd be doubly screwed. I, but I mean, the simple fact matters. You don't know what cards they are. You know, somebody could take some because he splits. Doesn't mean your hand was going to is that much better. I mean, yeah, okay, you see what card was going to be next, but you didn't know ahead of time that your card. I mean, he might split, and then you get the perfect card. Yeah, it's know? like it's like uh, getting pissed off at somebody after you get your grade back on an exam. Now that you know all the questions. Well, I should have answered C there instead of B. <laughs> you didn't know that shit. But there is, yeah, there is a proper way to play. And if you don't want to play that way, then feel free. You don't have to play that way. And that's why you sit at the $2 table. It's not like I'm ruining your $200 hand. Yeah, exactly. It's not like I'm a big stakes guy. You know, um, I'm at the $2 table for a reason. Although I've never seen a $2 there table. There are no $2 tables. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there are at the Old Vegas Strip. Instead, oh, yeah, that's right. Tables, when yeah. you get the uh, buffet that has the yellow <laughs> and the blue. <laughs> yellow and the blue. And, and what, you play, uh, what hand is it in? Oh, yeah. or you play high, low, you play war. What number am I thinking of? <laughs> Seven. Nope, five. Oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> We've seen five dollars, mostly even five dollar tables are hard to come by in blackjack now. Yeah. Because there's yeah. enough people out that they want, they keep raising it so normally it's 20 to 25 yeah even with the craps i could not put 20 dollars on one hand one play 20 dollars is like my limit to spend my entire time at a casino so i suppose i could go into a casino for a minute and a half or you can play slots which is mindless slots is the worst possible thing to ever play Uh yeah but even penny slots these days are fucking complicated like all right i'll pay a penny slot penny and slot. you sit down and you're but like max bet 35 cents <laughs> so how do i know if i'm winning or losing you got 35 different There's ways to 35 win different lines and you never win exactly <laughs> well you can play video poker they'll have that for yeah and what you're, what i hear is video poker is actually the best odds of any odds in in the, a casino yeah, yeah that and then the table well if you have enough bankroll Chances are you will come out on top. Well, well, and, you know, and you can actually back right is probably the highest. I heard video poker. Craps, <laughs> craps, craps is uh, slightly in the uh, favor of the house. Yeah, yeah. And then blackjack is slightly behind that. Uh, roulette is a fool's game. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> Always bet on black. If Wesley Snipes taught me anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, that's true. I, you know, gambling, uh, and it depends upon where you're at too. If it's like one of those, you know, casinos that's like down and out on the river, you know, deal with all the septuagenarians. It's yeah. a lot easier for me to muscle those people out of their spots, <laughs> get to the table. Whereas, like you know, the downtown ones, you know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, a different rougher crowd, especially at the craps table. Especially at the craps table. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, I, then there's the actually uh, poker tables. Those are interesting. Yeah, we all know how good I am at poker. And it, could you, you sit down at a $2 table, one and $2 uh, blind, big blind, and you, max buy-in is $200. And you sit down and you look around, 
and everybody at the table has over like $600 because they've been sitting there long enough. And these assholes don't fold for shit. <clears throat> and unless you catch early, you can you play as slow as you want. You can't bet anybody off a hand. Yeah. You can't uh, you can't you can't muscle anybody, and unless you have a good hand, if you have a good hand, great early, you're going to double up. Yeah. Because these people call everything, but if you don't get cards right away, then you just should pack up and go home, because it's not fair. Because you can't sit at a table and with people with that many more chips than you, or you can't even buy into it. It should be the minimum. The men should be low stack on the table. Well, you you mean be the maximum? The, the minimum, the maximum, yeah, the maximum yeah. buy-in should be low stack on the table. Yeah, I agree with that. So they can't just uh, max bet you out, yeah. all in you, just, mm-hmm. to get a, just to get your piddly $200? Yep. Compared to their yeah, 600 it, 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 it's, Yeah, the small table, there should be max bets there. I don't know, uh, but the better, it's, it's better to sit the 510 table. Because those players are better players. They play more in control. You have to put down. You have to start with four hundred or so dollars, probably. But it's it's. I think it's better poker. Yeah, twenty dollars is my limit. <laughs> I, I I can do a maybe a tournament where a twenty dollar buy in. That's that's about as far as I'll go. I I love tournaments for poker. I think that's much more fair because everybody starts with the same amount of exactly. Chips. You know how many times I've actually tuned into like World Series of Poker thing and Jennifer Tilly's on. Six. Playing a lot, a lot. Oh, yeah. well, she's on six. all the time. Well, she's good. Well, not the one game that I saw. She was getting uh, beat all the time. Well, and she, she, she was taking she, risks. Well, she, she got to a point for yeah. her to be on television. I mean, she had to beat a bunch of other people. Probably also, was it, it wasn't like just a celebrity chair where they said, "Hey, who wants to do this?" And her agent calls her up. Hey, I finally got you a gig. No, she's legitimately a good player. And really? So, so is Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Tilly's got a, a bracelet, doesn't she? Yeah, she wanted. I know a women's event. Well, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll pay attention to more. I'll have to find a uh, Shannon and Elizabeth mm-hmm. episode on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> Elizabeth. And then again, there was the, the uh, uh, Mr. Cotter, Gabe Kaplan. Gabe Kaplan. Oh, he's he's a professional. He's a professional for many years. He yeah. he was a host of uh, World Series of Poker for probably eight ten years. Oh shit! I thought he did Jeopardy. No. <laughs> oh wait, I'm getting my bearded guys mixed up. Sorry. My bad. Mustachioed men. Mustachioed men. Yes. No. All right. So uh, this part of the episode is brought to you by uh, Offshore Gambling. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway. How was your weekend? I spent my uh, weekend, my extended weekend, in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yes. Origins Convention. Yes, Origins Convention, the fun tabletop uh, gaming convention. That would be the one. So, how'd it go? I I saw you posted a lot of pictures of games that you played. Yep. And there was a complaint from one of our listeners, Big Dev. Yeah, that's because Dev has friends who made a game, so he wants me to cover his friend's game. I went by their table. They were busy. And they had a crappy location, so I didn't go back. <laughs> Sucks for them. Then they were kind of in the back by, like, the artists, so there weren't any other real games around them at the same time. And put them by the food? 
Just a just they a bunch of near the food. Just a bunch of artists that look at you hungrily as you yeah. walk by, like, please buy something. I'm like, I like your buy art. something. I don't have enough. I don't even have twenty dollars to gamble. I don't have sixty dollars <laughs> for a, a a drawing. Yeah, you know that's. I love going through Gen Con, looking at the art section and art art and authors, but I always avoid eye contact <laughs> because I don't want them starting conversations with me because I feel awkward. And I'm like, yes, that's good. Oh, yes, I like that painting. Very nice. I don't, know, I don't have $500 for that. No. And my wife wouldn't let me put it up anyways yeah. in the house. Yeah. I can at least hang dragon pictures up at my place. <laughs> I will someday in my man cave. Whenever you get it finished. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to go to Gen Con. I'm actually going to look at the specialty gaming tables that, you know, guys, people oh, make yeah. there. Maybe I'll get a, a cheap generic one and then I'll buy like a Game of Thrones and just spray paint it on there. <laughs> hey! Uh, yeah, there was uh, one of the uh, places, uh, I think it was, ta- oh, I can't remember what it was, uh, ta- yeah. Tabletop Gaming or something. They yeah. make the tables. Yeah. And they also produce a couple of games. Uh, one of them was a game I did on Kickstarter and they were premiering it there. Oh, cool. But they had this big like craps table they built just to play this game on. Awesome! It was the uh, on tour game. Yeah, where where it's a right you roll and right where you roll numbers and you try to make a map and make around America like yeah. each state has a dot and you try to make the longest route by make, uh, having the numbers increasing numbers. You start low, go high, and try to make the longest route. And that was one of the funner games that we played. And I'm like, I already own this one. <laughs> that was thing, this like, for a year. Like two of my favorite games. Like I test played. I'm like. I've already kickstarted and owned these games, so yeah. yay! I know so much more than all of you. <laughs> That's funny. You suck! I beat you again. Well, another one was a game I haven't played yet, yeah. and it was nice to have someone explain the rules because uh, the rule book wasn't necessarily the best to figure out how to play. But now I know how to play it. All right, there. Yeah, there uh, you go. Was, so, yeah, Call to Adventure. Yeah. So on the Facebook page, you got a, a number of pictures of the games you played. So, what yes. were all the games you played? Oh, well, now, now let me pull up my Now picture. you're going to have to pull up your picture so you can but, remember. Uh, like I said, the Call to Adventure was the one that I kickstarted and have it. And uh, they're going to have a... The expansion should be coming relatively soon. And that's uh, based off of... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Rothfuss in the Name of the Wind expansion. Okay. So it, that, that game is... Uh, it's based on... Uh, you're telling the story of your character in his... Oh, there's my phone. In his... Uh, like, it's his his adventure novel. And so, you know, you, you start at the thing and you keep going on little quests or whatever to build up his backstory. And you're pretty much telling the story of your character throughout the gameplay. So you're kind of like creating your own Indiana Jones character? Yeah, kind of, except it's more in a fantasy realm. More right? fantasy realm? Yes. Oh, okay. But, uh, so... So that one I liked, and we played that. Uh, we had uh, another one that I really liked, uh, Crusaders, Thy Will Be Done. Uh, it was released uh, last year or whatever, and uh, it's pretty much take place, uh, it's a, you know, Europe at the time of the Crusades, and, you know, you different ways of scoring points. You can either go attack certain other, uh, uh, what do you call them, other people's, or you can, you know, try to do the church way or try to build buildings. So, I mean, a bunch of different ways of winning. And the people at the table I was playing with were trying different ways. So it was fun to see 
different uh, attempts instead of everybody doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. You know, how did that uh, Templar series on History Channel, was it History or AMC? Did Nightfall? Nightfall. It had Mark Hamill on it. They're like, oh, Mark Hamill! I watched the first two episodes and enjoyed it, but never got back, just for order, couldn't get back to it. I just, I plan on watching it some more, but... Because I'm a big fan of Templar history, actually, and so I was wondering if I should watch it and get into it. You know, now I'm kind of in this, you know, the dead uh, sports lull period. Maybe I will. Oh, it's baseball season. Ah, that's... Yeah. How dare you call it the dead sports lull? It isn't. Lull. You can't watch baseball on TV. I do all you the can. time. You can. I'm doing it right now as we record. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, but now you're not really watching it. Guess what I did last night? I, you went to the game. <laughs> Guess baseball what is made to go to the games... <laughs> Sit there, enjoy it for three to four hours, have a couple beers, and enjoy yourself. I can't do that on TV. I can't watch baseball on TV. You know what I don't do when I go to the baseball game? Drink beer. Drink beer. Good. I I don't need the beer to make the game more enjoyable. And like I said, I don't have $7 for a 12-ounce <laughs> beer. That's so. right. <laughs> Oh, so, so, so anyway, so yeah. I actually drink more beer at home watching the game than I would at the game itself. So it's actually more expensive for you to stay at home and watch the game on TV than it is for you to go to the Probably. game. Probably. Well, still have to pay for parking. Uh, okay. I feel like I take the bus. Cost of a bus fare and a ticket to the game. Yeah, I can enjoy yeah, that. That's good. Like, 14 bucks right there. There you go. Well, yeah. I don't think I'd spend. Fourteen dollars on beer at what I sit at home watching. Oh, okay. But if you, if you happen to go to the bar, it's less you can spend at the. Bar. Oh yeah, it's less than I spend at the bar watching. You're right on that. All and right. then you get what the Kroger meal deal for what nine dollars if you're going to get food. Yeah, you get you get food with a large beverage, a large soda, soda pop. All right, well that's good. All right, so this uh, portion was sponsored by MLB. <laughs> Now back to board games by Jeff. Oh yeah. So um, all right, so I do have a question. Go for it. Right. I mean, a lot of people complain about complexity of games like Axes and Allies, for example. Like me complaining yes. about that one. Yeah. You know, and Jason. <laughs> so I do look at the photos that you had, and, and I'm looking at those yeah. board games. Some of them look very simple. Oh, some of them were very simple. Some of them were very simple. Some of those, I look at these pictures of these board games, and I'm like, how in the hell do you know what you're doing? Because there's like 50 pieces and 20 cars and five different boards and a thousand pieces all over the place, and well, none of them like make the sense. I brought up there. Yes, like that, like that one. What Look, is everyone that? at home could see. Yeah. I'll hold up the picture. Hold it up uh, for the studio uh, audience. Th- this game is Undertow. This is a cooperative game where you're like a. You're all a, working together. You're working together. And oh, that's what cooper- cooperative game means? Yes. <laughs> and the, you know, Risk sometimes is a cooperative yeah. game. <laughs> if you hate certain people, <laughs> yeah. The, the, this is this is one that's kind of trying to get you your your uh, RPG feel, a tactical game against you know the the uh, the baddies, the baddies, uh, AI baddies. So you know, there's certain rules about you know, okay, this is where the bad guys pop up, and then everyone else is playing different characters, and so you, each character has its own rule. This one was pretty complicated. We just played like one small battle or something, and I suppose it's got like a campaign setting. 
Uh, but we played one small battle, and it's like, well, you do this and this, and we're like, okay, that's confusing. I mean, I'm sure as soon as we get into it, it would make a lot more sense, but it's like, okay, well, we'll do this, and hey, we did pretty well. But, I mean, everybody I was with, you know, have been long-term RPGers, so we know how to fight with each other. You know how to problem-solve <laughs> with groups. Yes, it says so on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a master of cooperative games. That's on his resume. <laughs> but that was the, like, I think, the biggest problem. Both, I think, Undertow and uh, Crusaders that I just talked about, they were featuring, like, the uh, exclusive boxes or the, uh, what do you call it? The, the big, nice boxes with be- better pieces. And I'm like, and these are like eighty to a hundred dollars. I'm like, I want the forty dollar version. <laughs> I mean, these pieces are nice, but they're not really important to gameplay. Yeah, they, they don't affect gameplay other than to look at a pretty piece. Yeah. So give give me the cheaper that doesn't affect gameplay. Oh pieces. shit! Thinking of pieces, I remember the mini me I got at Gen Con. Yes. I gave those to a professional painter guy in January. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. He's never contacted me about getting them done. Uh-oh. So I sent him a message like a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't heard back from him. <laughs> I don't think you'll see your... You don't think I'll ever see my stuff, my mini-me's again? I won't, you won't see yourself again. Shit. I'm going to... During the break, I'm going to text him again. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Looks like you're going to have to go on... Uh, give him negative review on... Uh... <laughs> well, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm going to have to give him a negative. It, what, yeah. what was pretty funny is like, oh, yeah, he's done in a couple weeks, and then just like... Four months later, I completely forgot about it. And I yeah. sent him a text. He's like, oh, yeah, well, my dad's in town. I'll say, okay. I forgot it again. Yeah. It's like two months later. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, but anyways, all right, yeah, pieces in the game. Sorry. Pieces, yeah, one of the simple games. <laughs> that, that, that part of the podcast is brought to you by that yeah. shitty-ass guy painting my minis that hasn't done it yet. <laughs> Cha-ching! Now he's going to pay me to take them back. I'm gonna say, then there are a couple of, you know, party or light fair games or something yeah. uh this one uh, a tukey uh yeah they it, look like a jenga it, it's kind of or not a jenga well, it looked like uh what's that tetris it looks like a tetris yeah. thing kind of it, it's when you you're given a card and you, you depending on the die roll you have to put it a certain way one person's the judge. So you're actually tricked into an IQ test. Yeah, pretty much. This is a spatial <laughs> awareness test. Where no, I don't to, enjoy this anymore. But no, I know it's a test. You know, like the you try to build. Oh, yeah. uh, there, there's these blocks, uh, you know, long color blocks, and you and tr- try to build a geometric you, you have form to, on you your have card. You put them vertically, uh, the way the card is, and then you also have like plain white, different shaped blocks that you use to hold the blocks so you get them right. And, and it, it, it can get confusing as you're like racing to beat everybody else. I mean, it's simple but fun. And, yeah. And you know, a couple rules that make it difficult or whatnot. So. It, it was a fun dexterity, spatial awareness type game. And then uh, Aurarial by, uh, yeah, that one, uh, Pandasaurus. Yeah. Uh, that was very Tetris-y. If, I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, that, I can but, see that. That looks like a, a bunch of Legos spilled yeah. on the table. Yeah, well, those are meeples. And then there were... Meeples, also, Legos. Yeah. And then there were like Tetris-shaped blocks, pretty much the Tetris shapes yeah. that, you know... Through uh, a little manipulating wheel or whatever, they fall down on your board in a certain way, and you're trying to, you know, 
arrange them in certain ways that you get the points and try to prevent your opponents from getting kind of uh, an, an advanced pickup sticks game. Yes, uh, that's not a bad way of calling it. <laughs> Uh, same company also put out Dead Man's Cabal. Now that looks like a giant bingo board. Oh, uh, that that what one, is that? That one was pretty complicated. It, it it looks fun. I didn't really get a chance to play, but uh, uh, friends I was there with uh, did get to do a couple rounds of playing it. And it actually, guy, looks kind of casino. It looks kind of like roulette. Yeah, yeah. It, it it isn't like roulette. <laughs> no. I know that's what it looks like in my picture, but yeah, uh, it, it's it. There's different boards, like different colored skulls do different things and manipulate each board so you're trying to get different boards to get you different things so you can like raise the dead so because you're having a party but since you're a necromancer nobody wants to come to your party but the dead so you have to raise the dead to come to your party is what the theme is i see but uh my one buddy bought a copy of that one so he liked it enough i i wish i would have got to get into a better more advanced game but i didn't um, yeah, that one's called Adventure. That's the one I said I already owned, but we played it anyway. It looks like a lot of stuff. Well, it's good you played it because now yeah. you can. Now I know to how us. to play it, so we don't have the first hour of game night uh, of me reading the rules <laughs> and, <laughs> and us drinking wine and then not listening to the rules. I normally listen to half of them, which is better but than the, the other people. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, this one. Uh, by QE, uh, the game is QE. It's by the maker, people who made the tabletop game, the tape makes the tables and the on tour game. That one's not out yet, but it was fun. It, it, it's like you're bidding, you're playing different countries who print their own money. So you're just bidding to get these stocks in these different companies. Okay. And you can bid any amount you want. Oh, is this a game for socialists to learn about capitalism? Probably. But you, you, but the thing is, if you spend the most money, you automatically lose. <laughs> so you try, you're trying to buy the stuff without spending the most. So you have to probably be the second highest spender, second to third, depending on how close it is. But there, you know, you different ways, different types of stocks. You know, you're trying to you know diversify, or do you want to get all uh, you know monopoly and get all of one type? I want all of uh, Apple. <laughs> But, uh, and then they all come from different countries. Like, if your country's stock comes up, you get extra points if you buy stock from your country or something. So that was a fun game I'm looking forward to coming out because I will probably get that when it does. That's QE? That was QE. And then, oh, yeah, this one was fun. Uh, it's a Warsaw City of Ruins. It's a tile-laying city building, building game, and I know there's a lot of different ones of those out there. Uh, so I thought that was a World War II game. Well, it kind of, you know, you're you're building your city, and they kind of base it off of Warsaw and whatnot, and you go through the the history of the city being built up. So in the middle, there are rounds where it's wartime, and your city will get bombed, and you'll have to destroy parts of your city. Nice. So, uh, so that was a fun game, and that one I'm on the border because I've already got a couple other city building games. So it's like Sim City. But on tiles, but on board games. I think I enjoyed a lot more than SimCity. <laughs> but, uh, I enjoyed SimCity, even when the aliens came down and destroyed half my city. Oh, poor aliens. <laughs> poor aliens, they destroyed <laughs> my city! Yeah, but it was your city, so... I mean, they didn't get to destroy a fun city. 
the name of it was Fun City. <laughs> okay, so they did destroy a Fun City. Oh, but no, we're... Oh. And then uh, another friend who uh, bought a game, like when we were... The floor was... Uh, floor was shut down, and we were, like, hanging out afterwards playing, and we were playing... Uh, uh, was it called Pitch Storm or something like that? Where you're trying to... The party game where you're pitching a movie and you can do it uh, in teams if you have enough people and I think the teams way worked a lot better. Oh, it's like boardroom. Yes, it's like boardroom. <laughs> but but you got cards where the card will give you a character and then a card will give you a, uh, a plot. And if you're working in teams, like one person like gets three cards and picks what character, the other guy picks the plot and then you have to try to convince who's ever the how did we not come up time. with that game already? I someone came up with it, and I, I think they bought it last year. Brought it down with them, and we played it this year. It's like, damn, that was fun because you know you, you're acting like you're you know pitching a, a movie to people, and then the people who are listening to the pitch have cards that they throw out and say, "Oh, that's great and all, but uh, we need uh, more sharks or something." So you have to, oh yes, uh, of course, sharks would be great because. And, so that's how Sharknado was started. Probably. It was probably, yeah, random cards where someone's like, it's like okay, we got Tara Reed. <laughs> Tara Reed is uh, in Twister, you know, like chasing storms. Uh, more sharks. Okay. Well, of course, uh, the tornadoes pull all the sharks out of the water and attack you. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a fun game. And uh, one of my buddies is, uh, apparently he's a master at puns because... He was coming up with so anytime it's like and the title is and he'd just pull out these terrible groan inducing puns that were funny. Yeah. And and he would always win because he had the best uh, title for his movie. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, but it was a, a fun time. Got to uh, hang out with friends I see once or twice a year, if that. So and uh, I actually got to have lunch with Nick Albright. Oh, bright. Oh, bright. We ate lots of meats. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a great, great time. All right. And then when I get back, uh, th- this is I want to complain about my neighbors. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> we our, our street is being redone. And I just happened to be out of town for the perfect time because they were redoing the curbs. Yeah, and you didn't have to worry about your cars. Yeah, and so like we weren't allowed to like park in the driveway because they were tearing up the curbs and then coming down and putting new curbs. So while I was out, they you know tore out the curbs, put in the new curbs, and then said you know you can't park in your driveway for forty eight hours because we just put down the new concrete and it's got to cure. So they put cones or what out blocking the driveways. So our neighbors decided, well, if we can't park in our driveway, we'll just go over the curb and park in the grass. Ew. I'm like, so they, no! <laughs> so they drove over the higher part of the curbs that have just been put in to park in their front yard. Yeah. So it's like... Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, I got a picture of that when I was at the convention. I'm like, why are they parking their front yards? It's like, well, they couldn't use the driveways. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Stupid is as stupid does. Uh, you know. I mean, you know, speaking of 
you know, the guy that's supposed to have painted my minis, which I just looked in my uh, messenger, I dropped him off on December 30th. <laughs> and I caught him again in February. That's when he had his dad in town. Yeah, okay. And then back on June 6th, I was like, oh, hey, I'm filling out my Gen Con sheet. And it reminded me, you have my minis. <laughs> and you haven't heard back? I haven't heard back from him yet. So I just sent him another one tonight. We'll see what happens. I'm like, hey, they're done. I'll come pick them up and pay for them. If not, uh, can I just come by and pick them up anyway? <laughs> well, the worst thing about it was is use the uh, guy. The name of his place was Shitty Ass uh, Service. <laughs> shitty Ass Service? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Brought to you by Shitty Ass Service. I don't think Jason will let us title it that. Oh, he's not here! <laughs> title it whatever Change we want. There you go. So what about, uh, you know, uh, this weekend I actually saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, for the first time? Finally? Yeah, I was hesitant to do so because, you know, I'm pretty picky about my Spider-Man. Okay. But uh, when I did watch all three Captain America movies in a row on Sunday, because I was home by myself and I can do that, I was like, you know, the, the Spider-Man thing was actually kind of neat. And now I kind of see, you know, uh, Tony Stark's relationship with Spider-Man in the Avengers Endgame and, you know, how that really, you know, racked him all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. all, right, all right, I'll watch Homecoming. And you know what? I actually liked it. It was probably the best Spider-Man movie you've seen. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I still like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I do like that, but you know the the one, the Amazing Spider-Man, that's still shit. I can't stand. Yeah. That. But you know, I did like Tom Holland and his character. I think he played it yeah. off pretty well. And I yeah. like the fact that they just skipped the whole origin story shit and just that went, was nice. Went yeah. straight to your Aunt May is hot. <laughs> hot Aunt May. Hot Aunt May. Yeah. So I actually enjoyed it, and actually, I think is you know smart assery. You know, while fighting the villains and everything else was actually pretty cool. He's more kind of like the comic book uh, yeah. smart ass. But, you know, the the whole super techno spider suit. Okay. Yeah. You know, they, they had to make little, Iron Man more important enough. But yeah. You know, so I'm like, all right, a little extraneous. But uh, I did I did like Birdman. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton was Mike, great as Vulture. Exactly. I thought he was all right. I thought he was more than all right. But then so, the, the guy that was the shocker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I, I thought this was the anti-gravity gun. Yeah, no. No, that, that's the disintegration ray. Yeah, oh. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. And I did like, I did, I did like the whole thing overall. And I can also see... Spider-Man being that young and what they did in the movie to make that appeal to his age group, basically, too. So even as a you know crank, cranky old man, I still kind of liked it. Are you looking forward to Far From Home? Actually, you know what? I think I've decided I'm going to go see that in the movie theaters. All right. Well, maybe let us know. We'll go with you. There you go. All right. Although, still have to see Dark Phoenix. I will go see it. Now, I saw a news article. The guy that, that did the writing and directing for New uh, Dark Phoenix yeah. is basically come out and like, apologize or whatever. It's like, well, you know, I'm sorry. I did <laughs> and I didn't read the article. I just, you know, I, I, you know, I do the, the stupid quick thing where I just read the headline, then I read yeah. a comment. Yeah. And then, like, I read the, read the headlines. I'm like, oh, I apologize for you. And then the first comment is, well, he fucked it up both times and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I guess oh, there's a lot of... Uh, well, I think... Not like I think it was the same screenwriter that 
fucked up the Dark Phoenix saga in uh, X3 or X-Men The Last Stand, whatever they called it. Yeah. I think, uh, like, the same guy, like, wrote or co-wrote both scripts. So it's like, yeah, don't bring him back to write the same story. Let someone else try and fix it. And have screwed up both times? And screwed it up both times. Well, I don't know. I didn't see the last one to know he screwed it up or not. Yeah. And I don't worry about... The problem is not everyone's going to be happy with what you produce. Write something you think is going to be good. Don't try and go out and just please everybody else. Well, because, the simple fact of the matter is when the source material is there, use it. Use it. I yeah. mean, they, they're taking the two or three beats from the source material but dropping you know everything that leads up to it it yeah. kind of lessens you know when, when you don't have the build up to uh, to Phoenix Dark Phoenix means nothing so yeah. that's the biggest problem with trying to tell the Dark Phoenix story before telling the Phoenix saga uh, well that's interesting and it just just goes to show again you need to have somebody that's familiar with the work and a fan of the work, and who will be yeah. somewhat truthful to the work, rather than, you know, just some two dipshit Hollywood writers stuck in a room saying, well, what can we do to do this? Oh, let's change this. Oh, this would be great if we do that. Just, no, no, no. Stick to what sells, because those are the people that are going to go and watch it. And it, like it the most, yeah. and critique you and hate you if you mess it up. <laughs> so you're talking like Peter Jackson, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's correct. you got to get a Jackson. you got to get a Jackson fan got to do it. Or are you talking Peter Jackson and the Hobbit trilogy? It went a little bit too far. <laughs> That's where you got to rein the fan in a little bit and say, hey, bring it back down to earth, like, buddy. Okay, I realize you're a fan, but this is a... The Hobbit is an easy read. Yeah. Bring it back. This is a small story, I not... Bring three. it back. <laughs> exactly. I watched a little bit of that this weekend, I think was on this weekend. I still have yet to see the third Hobbit movie. Uh, I, I, I watched it for a little while. And you know what? The CGI effects in that movie don't hang up very, hand, handle very well. Yeah. When you start looking at it from a, you know, the perspective they again. They didn't when it came out. You know, it did, you didn't like it when it came out? No, the CGI that was... The CGI was really... It, it was, I, almost, I would call it Phantom Menace-like. <gasps> oh, and awesome. I know that's bad. Because that was the whole thing about... Uh, Lord of the Rings was how it used a lot, lot of lot practical of effects. Yes. And then the other stuff was just in Correct. The I mean, when you had orcs, you know, they were guys running around in orc costumes. Yeah. These were all CGI, and you're like, man, this, this is horrible. I don't like it. But I, I think I know that there was, like, the one scene in the one movie where, like, one of the elves is, like, Jumping on barrels as they're floating down. Yes, that one is like a video game. For and it, Christ's and sake. yeah, it, it, that's that's what I really hated about. And and Legolas is rolling a critical hit on everything. Well, Legolas is good. Well, I know, but same thing with Thanalian, whatever the <laughs> chick, what her name is, Elfie, Evangeline Lily. Evangelina <laughs> Lily, yeah. You mean the wasp? Yes. Yes. The wasp. It's like same thing. It's like everything was a everything was like an unbelievable, incredible. Roll twenty stunt kind of thing. Well, they're the heroes. Of course yes, I is. know, but it's too much. I need dwarves jumping off of tables and falling flat on their face. Hey, that's me. Yes, I know. Oh, so I about, heard, okay. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I, I was just going to say we could go to our Twitter poll of the week. Yes. I oh got yeah, we can take a break for that. Okay, here we go. The Twitter poll of the week. 
Again, you can find us on uh, at uh, the History of Bad Ideas podcast on Twitter. Well, at Bad Ideas podcast. At Bad Ideas podcast. And this week was, uh, do you do people pay attention or care about the Twitter poll of the week? Uh, and we just obviously only had two answers, yes or no. And coming in at second place at 0% was yes. And at coming at 100% uh, with one whole vote was no. So, yes. So, so there you go. So no, no one, one cares about No one really Twitter cares about the Twitter poll of the week. I think, <laughs> J- I think Jason didn't get a chance to vote on it because it's on his thing. Yeah, he wanted to vote yes, yeah. but it was under his name, so he can't vote. <laughs> Alright, great Twitter poll of the week I like it uh, Legion You know, Legion starts next week Oh, I still need to watch season 2 Yeah, I get to watch season 1 Well, you better get hurry up before I get to the spoilers <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you Alright, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead You guys seen any of the Fear of the Walking Dead? None. I've seen less uh, Fear of the Walking Dead than I, feel, I am yeah. of The Walking Dead. I feel like I've missed an entire season, but I know I haven't missed an entire season because the season opens up and they're on a plane and they're flying around. I'm like, where the fuck did they get this plane? I don't understand what they're doing. Did they do a? Are they going to do flashbacks? Did they crash? Why they got the plane? Kind or? of. I don't know. I've only seen the first two episodes and I'm I'm lost already. So I'm like, all right, move on from there. Uh, other good news, uh, you know, uh, Hobie Friend documented truthfully on imdb.com. Uh, wow. Jason C. Brown's yes. uh, Drunk History series starts again tonight. Very nice. Part Very two. Nice. So that reminded me, uh, we were supposed to bring them back on when they were kicking off the second part of the uh, their season. Oh, that's right. So, so we'll have to get with... Uh, We'll have to go with intern Hackney to make sure that uh, Jason can come on. That's right. Make sure things get next week. Or yeah, something. make sure things get done right. You know, so we can bring in the the great Jason C. Brown IMDb page. Listen, I, I believe Jason because he's not here. Yeah, I said so too. Uh, speaking of more friends of the podcast, uh, I want to go see One Rock Taylor. Uh, the uh, uh, Doctor Bednar's Doctor Bednar's uh, band. They're, uh, they they got to play at festival and they had uh, about a five six song set before all the rain came in. They got done before the rain, which is nice because yes. that was the only band I was there to see. <laughs> and the rain really was coming down most of this past week. Yeah, exactly. So uh, all original music. Oh, all original. So. Yeah, and they got uh, they got some uh, good kicking tunes, man. Did they play the uh, theme song to uh, History of Bad Ideas? No, you know what? I, that's what I should have done when they were done. I should, when doing the encore. I should have. Yeah. I should have done a request. It'd be Hobie, like one Hobie. more song, one more song, Hobie, Hobie, Hobie. And then uh, you know, but uh, no, I behaved myself because what I, you should do is start screaming the song Heno wrote for. Us. Yeah, there you what go. What do we want? Hobie, Hobie, history of bad ideas. Yeah. That will get uh, Dr. Bednar to sing his song. There you go. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty neat. Uh, I got to see that, and it was, it was some good deal, and it was some uh, good music. I did a lot of some uh, videographer for him, you know. So, so you it was pretty recorded neat. it I recorded him. some of the stuff for him and all that. Yeah, it was nice. Did they nice. drop stuff or no. mess up their Well, if, I have no idea because I don't know any of these songs. <laughs> a lot of these songs were there. I've heard for the first time because it's all original work. 
and it was actually pretty cool. I liked it. I have one more thing. Uh, good friend uh, Ryan Nemeth is producing his wrestling movie, so all but he has a Kickstarter or a uh, fund me out there, uh, seedandspark.com for the movie Heal. So any wrestling fans out there, you want to chip in and help uh, Ryan fund his uh, wrestling uh, movie, you can yeah, go to heelseedandspark.com or check out uh, Ryan Nemeth on Twitter and, and see, uh, see the links to his page there. He's uh, over, like, up almost 60% funded. Awesome. So What's he, his Twitter handle? His Twitter handle is at hotyoungbriley. At hotyoungbriley, B-R-I-L-E-Y? Uh, B-R-I-L-E-Y, yes. All right. I have a question. If you uh, pay enough with, like, a Kickstarter, what are the tiers? I mean, do you get, like, an extra role, like, in his movie? Uh, he, he has How much a, for a speaking role? <laughs> he's not doing that, but he's doing, like, some meet and greets and stuff, like, with him or his brother. I think one of the things, like, his brother gets to beat you up. <laughs> Body uh, slam? I will right. see about that. <laughs> fake or real? Well, we know it's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> Until you land on your back <laughs> after being body slammed by Dolph. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, and um, speaking of sports, uh, you guys been watching the uh, women's national team kick ass? All 16 In the goals. women's World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Set, set a record 13 to nothing uh, yeah. last week? It was 3 nothing in the first half and 10 goals in the second half. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, here's a good question for you. It, it obviously, it sparked a lot of controversy, right? But I will say this. You need the goal differential. It's a tiebreaker. Yeah. In, in, in the opening round. Yes, goal differential correct. is a, a factor. There is no taking it easy on that. Teams. That is correct. And if you ease up, it's almost kind of as insulting, too. Yes. But you can see in this world stage the disparity between a, a, a lot of women's soccer around the rest of the world compared to the U.S. Yeah. and Europe, you know, or, you know, some of the other countries. Oh, it's, you look yeah. at... They just aren't... These are fully professional women's players. Oh, yeah, we got fully professional have. women's players. A couple of these teams, just a couple of years ago, they only had four full-timers and the rest were part-timers. Yeah, I mean, most like... Watch, like, Argentina, watching them mm-hmm. play, and they have a rich soccer history. There's nobody on their team that's a really a full-timer. Well, that's correct. We also got to look at the machismo society they come mm-hmm. from, too. Oh, yeah. you, you know, mean, women don't play soccer because about, yeah, this, that's a this, man sport. This woman's third job is at, at 5.30 morning. She gets up and and throws around uh, watermelons. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> She's in great shape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it shows you where the rest of the world is, I guess, you know, in regards to women's sports. But so, so do you think with uh, – the U.S. captain Megan Rapino, who does oh, not sing I the was, national anthem, oh, and who hold holds on. her fist up in uh, hold on. Like, do, I, do you think that she should fight for again? She's fighting for equal pay for her team. Shouldn't she fight for equal pay across the board? So these other teams that, that don't get paid at all, shouldn't I, they get money? I agree. Shouldn't the U.S. women's team lose money and go to these teams that they can give it to their teams? Yeah, I, I I agree. You know, if you're gonna go all across the board, you got to go all across the board. But a lot of people don't realize FIFA is one of the sexist organization, international organizations oh, out there. Hundred percent, it is. I mean, they yeah. they make the women play on artificial surfaces, you know, in order to make money. Whereas they will never do that to the men's teams. No, you know, and, I'm and, actually a little surprised that that somebody else hasn't stepped up and started something else, so the women aren't under FIFA. You know, well, they see that's the problem too. Yeah. FIFA is a great mafia, you know, yeah. monopoly organization. 
that uh, all the international countries bow down to. And it's, it's rife with corrupt. I mean, you just go back and start reading the investigations on how, you know, it's just like the Olympic Committee, just how the people oh, yeah. get these, you know, tournaments in their countries and stuff. But I'm glad you brought up Rapino because, you know, I agree, you know, one on one hand, you know, the, the in regards to the people getting upset with the excessive celebrations. Well, notice I just said excessive celebrations. I agree. I say goal one, two, three, four, have fun, do, you know, do, you know, do your celebrations. But when you're starting hitting the goal eight, nine, ten, like Rapinos, you're, I mean, at a certain point in time, you have to realize, even as a professional, we're going to keep playing hard. Yeah. But you don't, you, but your celebrations don't have to be a hundred. You know, yeah. when you're on goal but, but ten, then, nothing. Then, yeah, your, your you can celebrate, is... but you can scale it back down to be a little professional. Yeah. Take a little page out of Paul Brown's book. You know, act like you've been there before because it's the tenth time today. <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it, it's it almost it almost runs up to like let's put this in. They're like, oh, well, if this was a men's sport, we wouldn't get this criticism. No, 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 no. If they're playing football and you're beating a team in college 77 to nothing, and they're celebrating like mad when they score touchdowns and dancing on the sides, there's a lot of they're, people, you know, oh, people, people complain, complain regardless, you know. But the thing is, I always say, act, be a professional. You know, yeah. if, if it's a close game, celebrate all out. I understand. Enjoy it. First goal, whatever. I understand it. But when you're up 10 to nothing, 11 to nothing, 12 to nothing on an international stage like this, also have some situational awareness of, what's yeah. happening and what's going on around you. Yeah, it's like, which okay, we're, we're, we're still going to play hard. We're still going to try and score. Yes. But, yeah, it's like you say, you don't have to rub it in. But what if there are yes. milestone goals, like um, uh, Alex Morgan. Morgan's fifth goal ties most all-time in a game, and the US, the 13th goal set yeah. a record for most goals in a game. Correct. But on the, on the flip side, isn't that a little tainted as well? Because this was obviously a JV team compared to their varsity league. Do you, you want your five goals against a JV team, or do you want it against a quality opponent like Germany? Well, you you, you, you take it when you can get it. Oh, I, mean, I agree. This, take this, it when you can get it. This is a team that qualified to be in this tournament. Correct. It's not you know their fault. Well, no, 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 no. They have to take X number of teams yeah, based upon the teams. continents. Yeah, you know, the continents yeah. and the number of uh, it's teams like, that is it are 20, that 24 teams. Yeah, they're they're less than the yeah, men's six, yeah. six yeah. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, tw- there's 24 teams. Yeah, it's not 32. So yeah, there's. Yeah, there just aren't 24 worthy teams. You know, you probably Correct. have maybe half of that. They, they may have stretched it a little bit just going in 24, but they do that yeah. for, you know, inclusion, getting teams from every continent, Yeah, you know, et cetera. I mean, it's like you, you get a chance to play. You get to go again. I mean, yeah, it but sucked that Thailand had to pick uh, U.S. as the true. first pick in. True, but I, I, do say thing, congr- but I do congratulate, like, Alex Morgan for her fifth goal. Yeah. And celebrating a milestone like that, hey, all right, I understand it. But outside of those kind of goals, you know, when you're more – when you're Rapino and you score goal number 10 and you run over the sidelines and slide down and you're doing under-the-leg farts, you know, celebration in front of your team – I think that says something about your character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it gets quiet. Yeah, and it gets quiet. But otherwise, go girl. Go ladies. Go US. Yeah, go USA. <laughs> you know, so. But yeah, I was just wondering how you guys felt about that. I agree. I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I, I agree you still play out. You still score all the goals you can. Yeah. Especially if goal differential is, is a factor. I say it's, that about yeah. the NFL. Yeah. One of the tiebreakers might be gold, uh, you know, point differential. Yeah. So I mean, I have no problem in the NFL someone running up a score. 
Correct. College football for the most part. It, it, as, Not, as, as they say. The only thing college football is you might look better in. Uh, well, no, yeah, that's, no, where, that's where you got those, those no, SEC co- teams playing in, all those Division twos. In, co- yeah. in college, point scored and point differential is included in the computer analytics. It is in the computer analytics. It okay. is. And that's the problem. Before they had the computer analytics, it was just the people would eyeball it and you'd say, well, we'll look more impressive if we win 87 to 3 than if we win. You know, fifty-three to three. That's correct, and that's why Alabama's in the hunt every year because they play three Division two teams and beat the shit out of them. But those actually, because they're not one A, those get weighted a lot lower. Yeah, whatever. In the computers, right? I still hate it. <laughs> it's still not. Yeah, but still, it's still we hate Alabama. Good, Alabama still. Yeah, that's true. That's no, true. No, no, that's I hate the NC two A, so that's beside the point. Yeah, that's another uh, <laughs> mafia like. Uh... Yeah, that's another <laughs> monopolizing. You know, organization that makes billions of dollars off of amateur, unpaid athletes, but they do get scholarships. They, they get a free education, so hopefully they use it. And maybe tattoos and cars under the table. Yeah. Well, if you go to Ohio State <laughs> or any big one, big any 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 of those schools got that shit going on. Right? Yeah, but Ohio State got caught with the yeah, tattoo, that's true. You tattoo don't get gate. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right. What about any other notes? Any other discussion notes? We're good. I think we're going to move on and do what some uh, listener feedback. That is, the, <laughs> that is the sound of guest check number 4618. <laughs> that means it's listener feedback time. Brought to you by the man who invented volleyball shorts. <laughs> Had to be a man. All right. <laughs> Our question tonight, yeah, comes from our number one, Nick Albright. It says, Jeff Rasta, what was your fave event from Origins? Hashtag penis envy. Favorite event was lunch with Nick Albright. <laughs> like I said earlier, we ate all the meats. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, we they got the Brazilian steakhouse there. Oh yeah, come around. Would you like some of this? We're like, yeah, we want some of that. You know, I want some of this. Hell yeah. yeah. You know what the key to that is? Ignore the damn salad bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I how mean, many people I see, they sit there, they go, okay, they get their place, and the first thing they do is go get salad bar. I'm like, why are you doing that? I still, You're I, just killing all the meat in consumption that you can I'll eat. I'll get a little bit at the salad bar. You, you know, know. There's some, some Maybe a little bit. A little fruit salad. But you're, but you're not there for that. Cut the, cut the fullness of the meat. For yeah, just, just mean, a little bit. Just, just, just a little, little bit. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about people that like get full I mean, like, plates of shit. I'm like, no, 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 uh, we can get Jason to do it. Roll me this! Roll me this! La 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 la! Roll me this! That was Jason. Wow, that was spot on, Jason. And this this weekend, riddle me this. We are going to cast the member or the people in the movie Blazing Saddles with Muppets. 
So, the characters that we will be recasting. Oh, can I put an editorial note in this? Yes. For somebody that's never seen the movie Blazing Saddles, and I'm talking hypothetical, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking if you're out there and you've never seen the movie, do not watch the edited versions that make TV these days because oh, yes, that would be that's terrible. not funny. Half the jokes are, they can't show half the jokes. Yeah, now you're going to have to get your uh, warning in before the movie starts, you know, for all kinds of triggering, but it's still pretty damn funny. Yes. Yeah, unedited version. Only. 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 Okay. Only. Okay, so the, Especially with the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> so, so with the... Uh, in, in the unedited version, we're recasting uh, Sheriff Bart, played by Cleavon Little. Alright. Uh, then we have the kid, Jim, played by Gene Wilder. Uh, then it's uh, Taggart, that was, uh, who was... Who played that? Uh, 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 <laughs> we just had that written down too. Um, holy shit! Gotta go back and get a shitload shit of dimes. Uh, he was uh, Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Yes. yes. Okay. Like Doctor Strange love going through my head now. Yeah, that's yes, the only Slim thing Pickens. I can think of too. Is his wahoo. And then we have. Uh, Hedley Lamar, played by Harvey Corman. It's Hedley. Uh, Lily Von Stoop, by Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Uh, Governor uh, Le Pedome, played by Mel Brooks. And uh, Mongo, played by Alex Caro. Played by Mongo. <laughs> played by Mongo. Mongo. Played by Mongo. <laughs> Mongo, only pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> so, so we start with Bart. Who do you think we should play? Who should be... Bart. Who should be Cleavon Little? Yeah, who should be the... Well, I do have to say... Protagonist. The Muppets don't have a whole lot of, you know, African-American Muppets to choose from. Oh, you can, you can make them green. You think Kermit? Yeah. Okay. So, I was leaning Kermit towards... Towards uh, the kid. The kid. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I would say, if, if you, if you want to get... The, the race, right? I was thinking Clifford. That guy. <laughs> he Isn't was, he in the band? I don't know. He uh, was introduced in 1989 because they needed to get some more color into uh, the Muppets. Okay. And, and he's, he's the cool guy. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go with that. Sure. And, yeah, and the character is kind of cool and... Let's see, yeah. The hip Muppet who first appeared in 1989 on the Jim Henson Hour before being selected to host Muppets Tonight in 1996. He is often seen wearing sunglasses and has multicolored dreadlocks and give his appearance, his appearance a Rastafarian feel. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So we got uh, Clifford for Bart. Yes. Okay, then. So now the we're going to have to move into the kid, Jim. So we're going to go with Kermit who, there? Who'd, who'd, Kermit? Be, who'd be a Gene Wilder kind of performance uh, out of the Muppets for that? Not Scooter. Scooter could could possibly fit that bill. I don't know. This is, this is a guy who has a drinking problem. Do you really want to give Scooter a drinking problem? That's true. 
But, you know, it does require a lot of acting. And, you know, I think Kermit can fit that bill. Kermit's he's a got the character in all the different That's movies. right. He is a, he's a comedic genius. So I think maybe we should stick with Kermit as the kid. I think we do Kermit. Yeah. All right. Kermit is <laughs> Jim, the kid. This brings us to, what's his name again? Taggart? Taggart. What's that guy? Slim Pickens. Dimes. Yes, okay. Slim Pickens. So who's going to be our goofy... Cowboy, idiot, jerk, lackey. Didn't you just describe Gonzo? Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We could do that. Um, Anyone else? Do you think seeing Fozzie Bear in that role might be pretty entertaining? Let's see. Fozzie Bear saying... We gotta go back and get a shitload of dollars. Jim, how would that sound? <laughs> waka, waka, waka. I'm Fozzie Bear. Waka, waka, waka. I'm Fozzie Bear. Hmm. We gotta go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. There you go. We got Fozzie for Taggart. We got Headley Lamar. Ooh. Yeah, this is going to require some good acting chops. Yeah, Headley's a tough one. I'm Miss Piggy? No. you got to save her for Von Stupp. Yeah. You don't have to. I would. Because I was going to suggest Camilla for Lily Von Stupp. Yeah, yeah, but Von Stupp is a little stuppy. You're right. Yeah, I think Piggy will probably have to be. I need everybody to do all that. I feel like I got another Glubenschnitzel. I mean... Henry Lamar, I mean... It wasn't she always, you know, trying to seduce, you know, men? Other than yeah. Kermit as well. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, Headley. Sam, Sam the, the Eagle. Eagle. Oh, there you go. Sam the Eagle. <laughs> mm, I find this funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I like uh, it. Sam the Eagle, it's perfect. It's serious and... Serious and, uh, yeah, it's trying to keep everything straight. My name is Headley. Headley. All right, good. Next, again, we got Lily Von Shukadoop, Miss Piggy. Got Miss Piggy, and then the governor, right? The governor, Judge Lepetame. So, and that was played by Mel Brooks? That was played by Mel Brooks. Uh How about Scooter for this one? I can see that. I think we can see Scooter doing that. Scooter trying to run things, even though he really has no real power? Correct. Complete idiot. I was thinking somebody a little more older. I was thinking not older. I was thinking more uh, not as clean cut. Um, Corrupt. Yeah. But uh, Doctor Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs> Doctor Tooth. Doctor Doctor Teeth Cook. Doctor Teeth. Would he make a good mayor? I can see it. I think so. He got. He's got the hat. <laughs> Well, he's got a hat. Yeah. And, and uh, Miss What's-Her-Name could be uh, uh, Janice. You know, he's a little... Uh, oh, yeah. Unless you Beau regard the janitor. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going through all the minor characters. No, I think that's it. I think we got it. I think it is. I think that is... Uh, and we even cast Janice as an extra. We didn't even plan to yep. cast her. Miss, uh, what's, his name? what's her name? The, the, the governor's tart. Uh, that the governor's tart is 
Find it. It's on here somewhere. Miss Stein. So Janice is Miss Stein. Oh, and then Ruby last is Mongo. Oh, Mongo. Oh, wouldn't that be the big, uh, what's his name? Bobo. Bobo. Bobo the bear. Bobo the bear or Sweetums. Sweetums. Or Beauregard the janitor. Beauregard the janitor. <laughs> okay. Animal. He's not as big, but he's... But Animal would punch out a horse. Animal. Yeah. Animal. I, I, I thought Sweetums first on that, but... But you know, I could see Animal doing that. That'd be cool. <laughs> Jack not name. Jack job. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that does fit Mongo. I will give yeah. you that. I can see I can see Animal pressing everybody up in the in the bar with the piano going. <laughs> ah, ah. Come on. I think I gotta go with Animal on that. You got okay, you Animal. Do that. Blake you sold go. me. Mongo. Mongo. <laughs> So we have it. We have it decided. Uh, playing uh, Bart, uh, Sheriff would be Clifford. I also thought maybe Rolf in that. Yeah, Rolf could make that, uh-huh. but that was after you already decided. But well, we can go back and change it. <laughs> I mean, I suppose maybe I was getting too caught up on race, but really, Rolf isn't a race at all, is he? No. He's brown. He's a brown dog, but he also is plays uh, like blues music, doesn't he? He plays. He plays the piano. Yeah, he plays piano and stuff. Yeah, but but we decide on Clifford. But so. we don't. We don't want to fire Clifford. No, he's no. he's cool. Mm-hmm. And then we got the kid, his Kermit. You I, see, you can see him like, but I shoot with this, this hand. Yeah, yeah. I, I shoot this little green hand flapping around. <laughs> the felt blowing in the wind. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, then uh, Taggart by Fozzie, uh, Headley Lamar, Sam the American Eagle. That's Headley. That's Headley. And then Lily von Stoop. It's kind of it should be Piggy and yeah, yeah. kind of obvious. Have another Grooven Schnitzel. <laughs> no, no, no. Sixteen's my limit on Schnitzel Grooven. Schnitzel Grooven. That's Schnitzel. And then Governor Lepetame is Doctor Teeth with Miss Stein as Janice. <laughs> and then Mongo played by Animal. So that is our Riddle Me This for Blazing Saddles. Yay! All right, is this where we come to, to Jason's part of the... Uh... Hey, I'm Kevin Spacey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I don't know where he came here. from. Oh, well, speaking of, uh, you know, disgusting celebrities, did you guys see the Bill Cosby tweet? You're talking about the O.J. Simpson tweet. No, I'm talking about the Bill Cosby tweet. Oh, no, Bill Cosby tweet. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, I meant to talk about the O.J. Simpson tweet. Yeah, I'll go ahead and talk about that one the first. The older uh, video that somebody put out of Cosby. Uh, it was like uh, for Father's Day, and it's like, oh, it's America's dad here. Let's like, you know. Uh, I got to yeah. find Yeah, it. yeah, I saw that If one. you want to go talk about it, apparently Mrs. Cosby is running Bill Cosby's uh, <laughs> Twitter account Twitter while he's account. in jail. Yeah. He's not allowed to have access to internet while he's behind bars. But I like the fact that O.J. Simpson opened his Twitter account yes. officially on Father's Day. Not to make an announcement how he's 
relentlessly pursuing the real murderers of his, um, you know, estranged wife and her boyfriend. Nope, nope. You something know, even more important than that. Something more important than that. He had to set the record straight that uh, he is not uh, Chloe, Chloe, Car- Chloe Kardashian? Chloe Kardashian's father. <laughs> and that he did not have sex with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Chris uh, Jenner. Chris Jenner. Shit. <laughs> you know. His... Never been on Twitter before. First thing he had to do was come out and, you know, dispel all those Father Day, you know, Father's Day rumors that he's not the father of the Kardashian. The big the big one that looks like a linebacker. <laughs> the, one, the one who plays semi-pro The one football. who plays semi-pro football. <laughs> Great running back. Who just happened to have O.J. Simpson's forehead. Just saying. <laughs> you know. Who walks around in a Nordberg jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. What a what a scumbag. You know, what a scumbag. To open a Twitter account, the first thing you do is, you know, claim that you're not the father of somebody's, of your friend's wife, well, child. Well, again. Well, he, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He did kill his wife. I'm he sorry. He killed his wife. Alleg- allegedly. Boyfriend. Allegedly. And then. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then held up a uh, dealer, uh, a. Uh, Memorabilia, memorabilia, memorabilia dealer, dealer at gunpoint. At gunpoint and robbed him. Yeah. So, what do you expect from this man? Of course. All right, exactly. Well, didn't he also then come out and say something like, he's got a lot of people to get even with? Oh, yeah. He, Tweeting out, I'm going to get even with people? Oh, yeah. They're they're now trying to check and verify that this actually is his Twitter account. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I thought, you know, the video of him making yeah. his confessions it's, on Twitter got for a day. It may be hacked already. Oh, it was on video? I it's just, him I, saying this. I'm yeah, just reading the, the bottom line on the news. Or oh, no. It's, it's a video of him saying, oh, there's a lot of people saying stuff about me. And I come and I'm going to set the record straight. And I'm tired of people blasting me with, uh, with, with no recompense. So I'm coming after you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah, he's coming after Hobie. Hobie. Now, yeah. he's, now he's coming after Hobie. Oh, shit. Now we got the juice after Hobie. Yeah. I don't know. You should be going after... Uh, the uh, real, quote-unquote, the real killers. After Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah? <laughs> when he was on... They had O.J. Simpson on... Uh, family Guy. Family Guy. Oh. <laughs> they family. Brought, was, it, was that or was it The Simpsons? I think it was family guy. Family, yeah, they brought him in, and then, oh, okay, everything's good. And at the end, he pulls a knife out and starts killing people yeah. and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so anyways, yeah, Cosby. Bill Cosby, here's the tweet. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, it's, hey, hey. Thank you. It's I, a, hey, I'm Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you can actually tell who that was. <laughs> well, i got to fill Jason's shoes here. Sorry. It's America's dad. I know it's late, but to all of the dads, it's an honor to be called a father. So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities. Hashtag happy Father's Day. Hashtag renewed oath to our family. And then <laughs> that comes out and I saw uh, somebody uh, replied, uh, no, please. And then someone replied, you know he doesn't understand those two words. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't know if I want to dig any deeper into that one. Enough said. Oh. But uh, actually, uh, let's be back. Somebody did ask Hobie if we would be following O.J. Simpson on Twitter. 
No. I think somebody should for the comedic purposes. No. Blake, that'll be your job. I don't have a Twitter account. <laughs> Rats, we now can't do it. Uh, Actually, Hobie Blake was the one who asked the question. Oh. <laughs> I'll have Hobie Blake do it and then report to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hobie Blake. <laughs> hey, can I get Hobie Blake to fill in for me at the uh, Comic Expo this year? <laughs> Probably. I think he, I think he does. <laughs> But he has to wear but he has to wear glasses and a fake mustache. <laughs> What's that? Hobie Blake. Oh, Hobie Blake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hobie Blake account exists. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, that's not me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually it's pretty funny. That's only thirteen followers. <laughs> <laughs> Follows fourteen and a thirteen. Follows fourteen and a thirteen. <laughs> Isn't it like a Liam Gallagher's Twitter account? He's, he's got I like, don't follow that. I he's got, no, it's pretty funny. I listen to this. Like, it's the ultimate dick move. He's got like one point something million, yeah. and he follows zero. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't care what other people have. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty I funny. I don't even know that. I can't remember which Gallagher brother it was. It was Liam or Noah. I, guess I, I still think uh, KFC's, KFC's got the best. KFC. They, they, they uh, follow the five, five spice girls. And six guys named Herb. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> and they said the first person to like mention that, you know, catch on to that and mention it uh-huh. to them, they went ahead and they had this picture, this portrait of the guy uh, painted of him being carried like down the mountain by Colonel Sanders. Like, <laughs> Colonel Sanders giving this guy a piggyback yeah. ride down the mountain. <laughs> that's awesome. I can get behind that. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, that's a good one for KFC. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> now if they just made edible food, it'd even be better. Oh, no, oh, I just go there. No. Oh, okay. oh, no. The part of this episode brought to you by KFC. Actually, you should have said Wendy's. <laughs> And they better, got the best Twitter. It better be because Wendy's yeah. will blast you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid to ask Wendy's to blast me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, does anybody have any news of the geek? Since we don't have Jason here, we'll get rid of his 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 segment. Sta- his segment. Yeah. Eh, no. There's nothing real special yeah. going on. And uh, Spider-Man Four thingy was teased this past week. Yeah, what was that about? Nobody knows. I didn't even. I just saw a picture of a big Ford spider webs. Yes. Yeah. I think Marvel Comics came out and like made a tease at uh, something or other. So this isn't movie related. This is comic related. I mean, I don't even know. Nobody knows. They don't know if it's a Spider-Man Fantastic Four mashup in the comics that's coming out, or or if it's actually a Spider-Man Four movie that Sam Raimi never made. So, or so it, nobody knows. Or are they going to introduce a Fantastic Four in Spider-Man movie? Or Sam Raimi's doing a Fantastic Four with Spider-Man in it. Ooh. Or they're going to get four different Spider-Men on screen at the same time in real life. So they'll get Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. And, and, uh, and Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. And, and the uh, voice actor for Miles Morales. There we go. That'll work. There you go. Or... Or do we get the voice actor of Peter Parker so they'll all be Peter Parker? there you go. That was Jake Johansson. Jake Johansson. Yeah. There you go. I'll take it. (laughs) So, okay, that's what it is. We're right till proven wrong. That's right. Uh, And Or I don't know, I saw a lot of uh, things talking about uh, with Spider-Man and upcoming things and the villains and 
even after Far From Home, is going to be a big thing with Venom. Since, that, since that's new Venom will be the, in the works. The, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yeah. Tom Hardy Venom? Yep. Oh, so they, they may bring a crossover then? Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right, and there's your uh, news of the geek. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> great news of the geek. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, so box box time for box office bombs. Thanks, Marty. Uh, so uh, we'll start off with the bombs this week. Uh, two movies opening this weekend, both with, uh, you know... Well, three open. This well, week. three, but two of them bombed that we're mentioning here. Both with a little bit of... They opened with a little bit of... Fanfare? That's it. Uh, you had Shaft, which we discussed last week. And, you know, Shaft, you got... He is one bad mother... Shut your mouth! But you got Richard Roundtree and Sam Jackson and now they got third generation Shaft. So that sounds like a fun movie. It got $8 million in its opening weekend. Ooh. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a low movie. Especially for a Sam Jackson movie. Yeah. That's not good. He's used to Avengers movies. Yeah, really. So how much, how much did they... Spend on that movie? Uh, that I don't know. We didn't have the budget for it. No, rightfully so. <laughs> now speaking of speaking of, uh, you know, my wallet. Look, my wallet's coming apart. Oh no! I think so now's budget that, for a new wallet. Yeah, now's a good time for me to get my wallet that says "bad motherfucker" on it. Do it. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Do it. Uh, but that wasn't the uh, the biggest bomb of the week. No, there was we a had, bigger one. Uh, Say that, it ain't so. That forty-four million. Forty-four million was the shaft budget. Yep. What? That's cheap. It is. But and half made... of that Samuel L. Jackson's salary or twenty. <laughs> but it only got eight million back. Okay, it's got so, time. Uh, it would okay. have to. Yeah. Hopefully, they sell it good onto the home viewing market. And there'll be a there's a blockbuster coming out next week. So. There you go. And oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, also opening this week was Dead Don't Die. That was up to... I'm kind of intrigued by this movie. This is with uh, Kylo Ren and Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> He'll always be Kylo Ren, won't he? Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, so is it supposed to be like a zombie movie? It's supposed to be. It, it Have anybody seen any trailers for this? I saw a couple trailers. I think I just uh, seen the one, like, real quick, and I, I'm like, yeah, yeah they could have hyped it up maybe a little bit better. I talked to somebody who uh, apparently has no scruples and saw a bootleg copy of it two weeks before it came out. and didn't Damn have, the Chinese tariffs. And didn't have nice things to say about it. Ooh. Not good. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just watching, looked up and watching the baseball, and that was a fun slide into second base by Tyler White. <laughs> and budget's just not applicable for de- Dead Don't Die. Dead Don't Die. Yeah, I mean... It, it made two point five million in its opening weekend. That might be its budget, for all I know. Yeah. But, uh, all right, they're showing the replay. Let's see if this the slide just—it's almost rigor ass. Ow! Boom! Ooh, the ex- and then he for all the viewers at explodes home explodes over the base. All the viewers at home tuning in. <laughs> you should go watch it. It, it wasn't as. Bad as I thought when I first. No, did you did you it see came the in a little hot? Yeah. Did, did you see the uh, College World Series? The Michigan baseball players 
head first slide oh, fail. I did. Oh my god. He, I thought he broke both his arms yeah, for he a like second. No, but his as soon as his hands hit the ground, they <laughs> stopped. stopped. And then his face planted. He was and safe then, yes, though. He was safe. He, he didn't throw the ball to the base. He uh-huh. would, but he did. I, I I thought for sure he at least broke two two wrists. Yeah, his hands like, hit and stopped. It's his a, face hit the thing as Helmet came off and cut his forehead that I they know. had to uh, pause take, the game while take they... Take him out of the game. Oh, uh, man, that was a great... Yeah, look that one up, kiddos. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Michigan face plant, face first slide, College World Series. Okay, Jeff, how did... What, what else happened in this uh, week? We, we had the top five. Uh, number one this week, Men in Black International. $30 million. Boring. I'm not going to go see that movie. Uh... I'm probably not going to see it in the theater, but I'll watch it. I like the I like the actors. I'm more intrigued in uh, with uh, Hemsworth and Thompson versus Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. True, because so. you've already seen two other the films like that with them. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if there's a budget for that. Uh, yeah, Men in Black International probably had to have a big budget. Yeah, but it opened at thirty million dollars, which. Jason would probably be telling me they were expecting to do forty million. It was a hundred and ten million dollar budget. Hundred and ten million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. They're expecting forty five million dollars, but they only did thirty. I'm Jason Brugger. <laughs> oh, you're Jason! <laughs> Holy shit, that was spot on. <laughs> uh, number two, Secret Life of Pets did another twenty four million. Twenty four million. In wow! Really? Ninety two million overall. Gosh! Well, for a Flipping horrible car- kids cartoon, well, kid, I guess? Kids cartoons rake in the money, though. That's true. $80 million dollar budget. $80 million dollar budget, so that's already in the red. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to take black. your kid to go see Shaft. The black is good, the red is bad. It's yeah. in the black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aladdin did another $17 million for a total of $264 million. Jeez. I know. Silly Aladdin. Silly. $183 million budget. Oh, so it almost, made, it almost got $100 million over its budget back. Big Blue that's Will Smith. That's just domestic even, so international. Yeah. Rocket Man, another $9 million for $66 million. Yeah. Pardon me while I pick a drink. I'd like to see that still. I probably won't get around to it in the theater, though. Yeah, that's not one For- I feel I have to go to the theater for. $40 million dollar budget. All right, so yeah. it's, it's budget. It's good. And Dark Phoenix, another nine million for a fifty-two million dollar uh, total, and yeah, that's a bomb. How big of a bomb? Uh, Two hundred million dollar. And some people were saying that's a, an underestimate of what it really was. Oh, but so yeah, didn't even get a fourth of its budget back domestically, and yeah, I doubt that, it got it back at all. Two hundred ninety worldwide. Two ninety worldwide. It got its budget back worldwide. The rest of the world cares more about Dark Phoenix than we do, apparently. Yeah, it must be all those international uh, fans of Sansa Stark. I think it's more the, the Chinese or something. Damn Chinese. Can't we tariff that shit? We should. <laughs> hey, uh, so you said big blockbuster coming next week. Big blockbuster. So you said that was going to doom a couple of these films that aren't opening well. Yes, coming up this week, Anna. That's not the big blockbuster, no, yeah. no. but it seems like an amusing movie. I've seen the trailer, and I've seen how she holds the pistol with the silencer. Mm-hmm. No. Beneath Anna, <laughs> Palatova's Paula striking beauty lies a secret that will unleash her indelible strength and skill to become the world's most feared government assassins. Assassin! Okay, also coming out, 
Child's Play. A contemporary reimagining of the 1988 horror classic Child's Play follows Karen, a single mother, who gifts her son Andy a buddy doll unaware of its more sinister nature. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And voice actor extraordinaire. Aubrey Plaza? Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. Oh. oh, It's the voice of Chucky. I did not realize. Yep. Well, that's great. And then the small movie coming out. So do you think they're going to do like a uh, Luke or Leia Star Wars joke with Chucky with Mark Hamill's voice? No. Oh, that would be comic genius. I think they might have done that with him doing it and other things like as the Joker. I don't know. Uh, he's probably like I know, still do I it. think he probably wants to keep his roles separate I think they did that joke when he was uh, the Cockknocker uh, Cockknocker <laughs> what the but hell is that you mentioned Aubrey Plaza apparently now there's talks that she wants to play Catwoman ooh yeah I'll get into that cat of nine tails <laughs> whoa Cockknocker's a bad guy in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back oh that's right <laughs> Jane Silent Bob okay I forgot uh, the other movie coming out this week, a small little film called Toy Story 4. Yeah. Woody has always been confident about his place in the world and that his priority is taking care of his kid, whether that's Andy or Bonnie. So when Bonnie's beloved new craft project turned toy, Forky, declares himself as trash and not a toy, Woody takes it on himself to show Forky why he should embrace being a toy. Yawn. <sighs> Sounds like they lost ideas. Yeah, that would have been perfect to stop at a trilogy. Yeah, so much for toy shaming. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I suppose that means we're now moving into our top five. Where we've run out of ideas. (laughs) But we decided that, hey, since we're rigorless, we'll figure out a top five of the top five activities that are more fun without Brigger. <laughs> makes makes perfect sense to me. I like it. Anybody want to start? Uh, I can start. I will put uh, drinking beer. Because for one thing, again, we all get together, we buy beer, you get the beer, you get the beer, you get the beer, and everybody buys beer for each other except for Brigger. <laughs> well, That'll lead into my five. Yeah. I, I have softball. <laughs> because when you strike out in softball, you're supposed <laughs> to buy beer. Jason still owes the team beer from week two. Uh, who, who, somebody else struck out that game. Did they pay for their beer? Oh, uh, yeah. Blake Blake struck out that game. That was he, week one. Week one. Oh, yeah. That was week one. Week I was one. rusty. Yeah. And you what, what and, and you paid and I watched and I watched the strike go down. I was like, oh shit. And and when did you pay for that beer? Immediately after. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I was giving Jason the benefit of the doubt that it might have been week yeah. two. You know what? <laughs> that was uh, Owen week two, who still hasn't one. paid up because we're waiting for Jason to pay up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, so your yours is drinking beer, yours is softball. Yeah. Well, that goes perfectly with my Friday night, which is number five, which was Friday nights. Friday night. Friday, Friday night, night without Brigger. <laughs> when we have softball and we're winning because he's not there, and we have beer because it's paid for. All right. Hand in hand. Blake, hand what's your hand. number four? You know what my number four favorite thing without Brigger is? What's that? Wrestling. <laughs> you mean wrestling it gets it better when Brigger's not there? Yeah. 
you, 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 actual like wrestling or watching it or actually doing it? Oh, everything about it. <laughs> The smell. I'm talking about the smell, <laughs> the TV shows. Yeah. I'm talking about all the fucking different wrestling federations. I'm talking about the characters, the storylines, everything. I, I, I don't know if I completely agree because it's fun to beat the snot out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Jim actually physically professional wrestled against Jason. And... Almost cost me a security deposit at our uh, cabin down in Gatlinburg. <laughs> I picked him up and slammed him onto the couch. Yeah. <laughs> he was absolutely shocked I picked him up. <laughs> he kind of he had me in the headlock, and I was able to arrange get him behind him. And then he's like, oh, no. <laughs> well, when you start yelling suplex, doesn't he know what's coming next? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, my, my number four activity to do without Jason, karaoke. <laughs> man, that could have been close to one. Oh, man, you know what? You, you got my number three, which was oh. singing. Oh. <laughs> put it up on the board. Put it on the board. Put put it it get, the, get the chalk out here at Dana Gardens. <laughs> put it up on the wall. Put it up on the ceiling. Put it up on the ceiling. Or the ceiling, yeah. yeah. Uh, that one doesn't need explanation, I don't think. Yeah. No. Oh, so good of my number four. Uh, that would be watching movies. Ooh, I should have put that on my list. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe even post movies, so I don't have to do the creeper impersonation <laughs> from Cheaper Creepers Two. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I actually won't put uh, wouldn't put that on my list because I I've had a good time watching movies with Jason. He was a good. Movie viewing partner. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, my number three, golf. He is awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've never golfed with him because I think... Once. <laughs> His brother had an outing, a uh, charity outing or fundraiser uh, that uh, myself, the dit man, and uh, the gimp did with him. And uh, he's awful. <laughs> but he's worse than me. Um, I'm bad. I think you might be a little bit worse. Yeah, I think so. The one time I went golfing with Jim and a friend of ours and a gentleman who was by himself or whatever, they said, oh, yeah, you guys can go out as, as a foursome or whatever. So we had three in one. And it's like, all right. And we, we go out, and Jim tells the guy, before he even starts, it's like, we understand if you, you know, don't want, these guys aren't that good, me and the friend or, that we were with, these guys aren't that good, and mm. if you just want to go ahead, and the guy's like, oh, no, 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 that's fine, oh, blah, blah, blah. Hole one, I'm on the right side of the fairway, hitting the ball 30 feet, all the way down the fairway. Friend Eric is on the left-hand side of the fairway doing the same thing. <laughs> While Jim and the other guy are like standing on the green in in three, I parred the hole. <laughs> See, that's, that's why I only do scrabbles. I only got to hit the ball off the tee, or I can putt. That's it. Hit the ball off the tee into a house. Yeah. I did that once. It's their fault for putting a house next yeah. to a goddamn yeah. golf it? golf range. We were we were doing it. It was at a friend's bachelor party, and yeah. like we were scrambling, and Jim and I were in a group with these two other guys, and. 
they were a little more serious than I ever would be. <laughs> but we're like, all right, well, since you have to take everybody's drive at least once, and we're yeah. at this simple par three early in the thing, so it's like you just hit it straight get it on or the fairway. Whatever. Yeah, just get it on the fairway or close to the green, mm-hmm. and, and we'll take yours. I'm like, all right, I get up and I hit it, completely slice it. <laughs> 180 100, degrees. Well, not 180. Probably 90 degrees. Farther than 90 degrees. <laughs> and it hits the house next to the... Uh, <laughs> next to the tees. Yes. yes. <laughs> and like, well, we're, now we're, we're not going to take that drive. Right, no. <laughs> but the good part about that one is you could turn in four beer cans at the end and get a minus mm-hmm. a stroke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I'm all for that rule. I want that. Yeah. We turned in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, the... the beer cart came by and mm-hmm. we took their empties too <laughs> <laughs> yeah we cheated yeah. <laughs> okay jeff we're on your number three. Oh, uh my number three was board games board games <laughs> i don't have to explain the how to play the game for an hour just to have someone look at me and say what what <laughs> <laughs> all right my number three was of course singing which you, you, you talk. Yeah, which I stole. Now, my number two and my number one are very, were very, very, very close. It was okay. really difficult for me to decide which one is actually number I almost made two number ones. But my number two, impersonations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have thought of that one. Impersonations are much better with without Jason's <laughs> input. Yeah. He's won an award for his impersonations. <laughs> Granted, he... Issued the award to himself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm I'm Jason Bringer, Hobie Award impersonation winner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought we take that award away from him. <laughs> Did I second that? Change approved. Change approved. <laughs> he no longer has an award. <laughs> I'm Jason Bringer. Blake, are you listening to me? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, wait, my bad. I'm Blake. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> My, my number two, I'm going to go with uh, a podcasting. That was my number two. Oh. <laughs> hey, look how much fun this is. <laughs> I, my number one was Hobie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I say, we, we don't have someone, you know, hounding us with, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, an outline. Oh, a home run. Someone hounding us with an outline. On Monday, and then an updated outline on Tuesday. Which mine never has the correct listener feedback anyways. And then when we're in the middle of podcasting, he's like, come on, guys, let's finish it up. Let's go. Come on. Let's get this done. And then he talks and impersonates people for the next 30 minutes. (laughs) Come on, we need to get this done by two hours. (laughs) But anyway, uh, we're we're at the uh, hour 40 mark, so we should probably hurry up and start wrapping this up. Okay, so my number two was podcasting. Oh, wow. And my number one, I thought oh. this is obvious because it's sex. I don't want him anywhere <laughs> That's near my number one. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near me. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Honey, I'm changing my number one. Sex without Jason there has got to be better. Or, I mean, oh, worse. <laughs> Wait, no. jeez. Oh, sex with him there has got to be worse than... Yeah, that. That's definitely not on Doctor Number One's list. <laughs> that was that was Mrs. Brigger's number one. <laughs> but but it wasn't on uh, Number One Fan Doug's list. No. 
I, I, thought I, I thought about either sex or showers. Because <laughs> if he shows up in the shower, he's probably going to have a ring. <laughs> oh. But we kid. We we actually I we actually love Jason. I do have to tell myself weekly that he is my friend. <laughs> That's true. It's the only reason I do podcasting. Because <laughs> Jason. If it wasn't for Jason, we wouldn't even be standing here today talking on this microphone. No. If it weren't for Jason, I have nothing to do on Tuesday nights. <laughs> except laundry. This is much better than laundry. I almost did laundry tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, we do love you, Jason. Like, he's listening to this. Yeah, he would have hung up by now. Stopped it by this part. Fuck you guys. I'm Jason Bringer. Fuck you guys. Well, that's a good one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, do we have a bad idea to end this uh, little broadcast with? Yeah. Um, and doing a show with no outline? <laughs> I think that was the... Uh, the, the, that was a bad idea a year ago when Jason was on vacation. That was a bad idea for the uh, worst show ever, the worst episode ever. So let's use it again. Change approved. There you go. <laughs> and Roger says goodbye. 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 Addendum titles for the show. Did I do that right? Did I? I, I think it sounded okay. Uh, worst episode ever. Part do. Do we want it? Part do. Part duty. Part duty. 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 Well, I got a list of things I wrote down when we were talking. I got uh, hot Aunt May. <laughs> Eat the meat, people. <laughs> uh, he's got the hat. The governor's tart, and so much for toy shaming. <laughs> there's the ones I wrote down. Any ideas, Blake? Uh, Doug, listen to this addendum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Doug, make sure you listen to this year's addendum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you I, have any addendum? I'm good with. So whatever. Doug, listen to the addendum or uh, uh, the last one, uh, toy so, shaming. So much for toy shaming. <laughs> oh, Hot Aunt May is a good one. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that one. All right. Change or approved. Or just make I it. Know, I don't know which one we're approving. Or just make this one. Jason's not here. <laughs> So much for toy shaming it is. So much for toy toy shaming. Or our impersonations improved this week. (laughs) We can write that up in the description. There there you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. And then we could reference five minutes of silence on the last worst episode ever that Doug listened to. A whole whole episode of Boardroom. (laughs) (laughs) It pretty much is. No one knew what the hell was going on when we walked in the door this evening. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like boardroom. All right.
All right, well, that's our episode. You've been listening to Hobie.